And welcome back into the Sporting Lounge. Thank you so much for joining us. Go ahead, grab a drink, <laughs> kick up your feet, and obviously have a fantastic time. So we're going to go ahead and start the podcast out as we always do with your gracious host, me, myself, and I. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. And then, of course, the man, the myth, the wonder, the number two place in fantasy football. Oh, who's probably going to be number off. one. It's the last time I can say it. It's the last <laughs> week I can throw it in your face because after that, it's probably not happening. So I need to make sure that I get my I, I, um maybe Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews might miss this week and if they do and if they miss this week then I'm starting Marcus Mariota and Andy Dalton at QB and I can be in a pickle. I have Mitch Trubisky and Jimmy Garoppolo. So oh, I don't worry. Yeah, yeah. I already uh, got Cousins on a bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're going to come out victorious cuz I'm facing the third strongest person in our league, not points wise, not record wise, but Via analytically wise, they are technically the third strongest when you look at their team. So um, I probably and I have all my superstars. Well, at least my Buffalo ones, Allen and Diggs on bye week. Um, So it's definitely pretty tough. I'm going to need Barkley, Tyreek Hill and uh, Chubb to go off for like 200 yards each. Okay, so um, that's all right. It's doable. I mean, we've seen them. Do something close to that. Um, oh, yes. So in this week's episode, we will have Travis take a hold of it and lead it again. Kind of liked it. Kind of was new, interesting. But also, um, we are playing Valorant. So you're actually going to get to hear a little bit of that. Um, and we like we said, a lot, but we just stray away from it when we podcast because there's a lot of button clicking. It's, but... it's a very noisy game. So if you hear the keyboard, like I'm going to... You hear that? That's what that's going to be. It's going to be our keyboards because you're going to hear it a little bit more. But we're hoping to get the YouTube up quickly, so we wanted to get a little bit of gameplay. Uh, so when we throw that up there, you guys can see what we're playing, like the Risk and the Golf with Friends, the Poker, and this. I was I was running the table on Poker last night. Good Lord. You, oh, yeah. Oh. I, I want a couple good hands to get back in it and then just said fuck it after that. Yep. <laughs> was, but you were so far ahead, though. Because you, like, you had like 60 million, I had like 25 million, and no one else at the table had more than like seven. Yep. I was going to say it was a $5 million buy in, and the table just had people turning over. They come in and they try to challenge me, and I'm like, ah, you don't want to do that. I should be a gambler. We're playing, it's Texas Hold'em specific poker we're playing on. Yeah, I don't do five card stud uh, or any of that. I, I just like Texas Hold'em. I've been really into euchre. I'm not the best at it, but I would like to play that a little more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to kick off tonight's round of Wednesday. Just a little sports update. NBA season kicked off last night. Warriors got the win over my Lakers, but, you know, everyone knew that was happening. Right. And then Boston gets the win over Philly in a what's probably going to be a playoff matchup. Great. Good game. Um, tonight, my Pistons, they also got the win. Very exciting. 113-109 over the Orlando Magic. Battle of top five picks in this draft. Paulo mm-hmm. Manchero played well, led all scorers in this game. <clears throat> and then Jaden Ivey played pretty well as well. Very two young, exciting teams. I like it. I like it a lot. And then uh, in the NHL, of course, things have been kicking off. Oh. Question: Who's gonna Who's gonna end up with the better record out of those two um, NBA teams this year? I mean, the bias in me and the fan of me is gonna say the Pistons. As <laughs> I was figuring you would, but Nothing I haven't looked into that. strength of schedule or anything like that. And obviously, injuries can play a big 
impact on that, but we'll see. Talent-wise, we're kind of on equal grounds, in my opinion. It'll definitely be interesting with all the all the uh, picks you guys had this year. Definitely mm-hmm. bolstered the team, that's for sure. Oh, yes. And then baseball tonight, the Padres evened up the, the NLCS. One game to one game mm-hmm. apiece, eight to five. Pretty good game. Pretty good game. And then Yankees and Astros are playing as we speak right now. Verlander's on the mound. One one. Mm-hmm. I sure. want I want Astros. Fuck the Yankees. Sam. <laughs> yes. And the only person who would be here to defend them is the third co-host, and they're currently gone. So we Have can. Have fun in Germany. <laughs> so at the moment, April. fuck the Yankees. Beautiful. Um, another basketball game that's playing right now is the Bulls and Miami Heat. Miami Heat has been consistently, you know, contenders year over year over. I'm not sure if they're going to be this year, but they're currently losing 98 to um, 107 to the Bulls. I just got shot in the head. Five five minutes left in the um, fourth. So we'll see how it goes. Oh, there's one yeah, so- in heaven. Be a little more specific about Valorant for you. If you do know what Valorant is, then awesome. If you don't, it's kind of, if you know what Overwatch is and you know what CS:GO is, Counter Strike, it's kind of like those two games had a baby. That's very and factual. With the with the format, with the gameplay, the abilities, it's like Overwatch and the five v five, and then the abilities and the in the style that you win one team's on attacking side where you have to take a spike or a bomb and go plant it without dying and once the when the bomb is planted the other team has to try and kill you and then defuse the bomb to win the round or whatever if you kill all five of the defenders before they defuse the bomb or just kill all five of them in general without planting the bomb you win and as long as you do it in the allotted time limit and yep. it's the first one to win 13 rounds wins and it's best of, it's win by two of course yes um well, I, I and it, it's a game that I very much fell in love with. I used to be good at, not anymore. And um, okay for the CS:GO X, um, you know, part of it, it's like your aim is very important. So, very much a PC uh, shooter. So, if you try to play this with controller, bless your heart, don't do that. I don't think you can. I don't think it even has an option to play with a controller. You, it's not you available actually, on any other platform but PC, so there's no... You can plug one into your computer, and I've heard some people do that. And I'm like, why? Why would you ever, in God's good gracious, ever do something like that? Uh, I mean, I still play it with Call of Duty and Halo, but I also have, you know, 10 years of playing Call of Duty and Halo on a controller, so there's no point in switching. Right. That's That's pure muscle memory. Yeah, I'm not going to change that. I've seen how I know how good I am with the controller and God, I'm there's no reason for me to switch to keyboard and mouse. Yeah, you are kind of nutty. Let's let's bring up the fact that and since it's a random Wednesday, we can bounce around. We don't have to stick to a schedule. But like the fact that you would play SWAT. What what uh it wasn't ODST, it was it was, was Reach, it Reach? Reach? Three, yeah. The fucking DMR. Bro. That that's was what, that's that's literally what my my, my gamer tag in twenty twenty two is headhunting one. And it's I made that gamer tag in like 2008 because of SWAT, and it's then the same. It's just natural. one shot, headshot, dead, and I'm I'm still sweet at it. I'm just naturally got good hip hip fire aim because of that. Now, Valorant took me a second to get used to the spray patterns and the, and the the recoil patterns and everything, but once I figured that out, 
mm, it's game over. I've been fucking people up. Not this match. Right now, I'm getting shit on this match. What am I? I'm, well, I'm one and two. I'm one and two. Yeah, you're not doing too bad. I'm only three, two, and two. Oh, she got me. I don't oh, see. She's sucks. you're good. Are you battle saging it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm battle saging it at the moment. So different characters, different abilities. Sage is the healer, obviously. Called Sage. I'm and actually we're fade. the last two alive at the moment. So I'd be more careful behind you. Oh, never mind. There's there's two on site. Good luck to you. Um what let's let's mention some of your favorite shooters of all time. Some of mine? Yeah, I assume COD, Modern Warfare 2, and Halo Mo Reach are going to be up there. Modern Warfare 3 is probably my favorite shooter ever. Really? Yeah, it's my favorite. It's, most, it's the shooter I have the most time in, honestly. Quick kill, nice. Remember, you still have your doggies. Oh, I think he's to the left, but... Oh, we let you plant. So, Modern Warfare Three is your favorite. Yes, that's surprising. Um, it, just the quality of maps and the variety of maps. I love it. I just I don't like all the microtransactions and the battle passes and everything that kind of actually ruin gaming. Right. But I mean, it's good for the gaming companies. They make bank off of that instead oh, of actually yeah. having to put time and quality in the map packs and just buying them for fourteen ninety nine like we used to. But <laughs> dude, skins when games are actually good. When when like Fortnite, PUBG, I don't know if PUBG actually did it. I never played PUBG. I'd never really even played Fortnite, but I know about like I'm not a big the fan skins of on like Valorant, CSGO, like, all these stupid. types of games. The skins people pay money for it. I was talking to someone when I was really into CSGO many years ago, and someone had an inventory worth roughly three thousand dollars. They had, oh. they had spent that, and the skins do appreciate and depreciate. My brother is uh, he he's doing one of the all shiny challenges on Pokemon. Get like every uh, his starter shiny, and every Pokemon he has in his lineup is shiny. Um, there's people that I've seen that like have like entire entire like shiny rosters that they've spent thousands of hours on old games, and those games are worth like ridiculous amounts of money. Just Oh no way, Chamber! I just got one shot by the sniper man himself. Holy shit! That is definitely who assassinated JFK because that man did not miss, and it went through my eyes. Oh, he did it again! I just watched him fucking laser Reina. It's he's the hitman. Where, right. where were you at? Ping you. He's he's not uh in sh he's on oh la 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 CT coming through the tunnel. That's where he's just was but he's been going up between there and up in heaven he's, oh he's down believe. oh my he is opping his ass off i think they're both on site um no one of them is not one of them's behind me you saw him out there he's in heaven he's in heaven. yeah oh how Ooh, did, how did they get away from i heard them telly but the door never opened mm. oh well i'm still doing fine um don't peek um, so my shooter, top shooter would probably honestly be, although the hitboxes are still a little messed up, 
would probably be Valorant just because how much time I had in it. Before that, it was CSGO. Because in like the Modern Warfare, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed them. But you and my brother would just slap the dog piss out of me. Let's not lie. You guys were clearly better than me on controller. Always have been. And here's the thing. You yeah, guys I've always like... Like I, I love it because everyone always talks shit. Like like oh you between Xbox and PC. I mean obviously I've switched teams now. I'm on a, I'm on PC now after a decade of Xbox. But everyone like when I talk shit about people playing COD on PC compared to Xbox, everyone always would respond with oh oh you got you got aim assist. Like no, I've literally played without aim assist, and I always have because I'm a quick scoper. And there's lots of situations where you need to kill people in a certain order in order to to kill to live through the situation. Right. And a lot of times, if you and if you have aim assist on, it can lock onto the wrong person and fuck you up in those situations. And it's, a lot of people just and people think it's bullshit because they just go turn it off and try it for one match after they've been playing it with it on for you know thousands of hours and wondering why it doesn't feel right. It feels hard because it's just like anything. Like you got used to something else. It's not. It's going to take a second to uh, get to used adjust, to something else. For sure. And it's really not that hard to do when you get used to it. That's why I play on the, I've always played on the highest sensitivities. I'm just a real, I'm a really good sniper. I, I can, I will trick shot in free for all lobbies and, you know, 12 v 12 lobbies on small maps. Doesn't matter. I'll just quick scope. I don't care. And I'll fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> I know that for a fact. So, um, yeah, no, it's just the fact that those games you could get like the ACR, the ACR or whatever OP gun, like because you all leveled the, up and the kill I, streaks. Yeah. Do you remember when Zach was all about grinding those types of games? He'd sit there plugging all four controllers. How many Gears of War I played with that kid? Yeah. All right, someone get this dude's op out of his hands. I am. T I just got dome pieced again. I uh, I'm not having a good time, folks. <laughs> no, you are struggling a little bit more than normal. Oh, thank God! Omen just murked that man. Oh, you got another one. Oh, a twofer. Oh my God! I died to a pistol. I'm embarrassed. I was second on our team. I'm not anymore because I died to a goddamn pistol. But here's the thing: these took like skill. You had to control recoil. You didn't, there was no gun advantage besides the money and the money you fully had effect of, but I'm not going to sit there plugging three other controllers and run around the map and grind like Zach used to like, no, right? hell no. I, I remember I walked downstairs and he was sitting on the Xbox and he was doing that. I was like, how, what, what are you doing? He's like, I need to get the, this certain attachment for this gun. And I'm like, how long have you been doing this? Well, I need another 10,000 headshots. And I'm like. What the fuck? I I did grind a lot with him. I think honestly, if you look if you look up like all the requirements and tiers of of rankings you can get for something and like achievements, Halo Reach is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. What you can, well like how much it takes and what you can do. <clears throat> um, I've I tried for a little bit with Reach and I got to like Eclipse Frank in Reach. And then, I all wasn't that like one of the highest. Yeah, there's like three or four above it still. Cause there's four runner and 
other stuff. I can't even think of it right now. It's been ten years since. Right, years since it's I been a long game. time since we've even booted up Halo. I I remember doing like. I mean, Halo I still play. I have, I have oh. Halo Infinite, the newer the new one that's out. How is I, that? I play that. It's not bad. It's pretty good. Hmm. I might but, have to to pick it up and try it. I need to pick up number five and beat the story. It's one of the few stories I haven't played, which is sad. Because I really enjoyed Halos and the stories. Like Zach and I would go through and beat them all on hardest difficulties and everything. It's just been forever since I've done that. Yeah, I've, that's one thing I always missed. I Halo has such a great storyline. I was so mad. I'm still not. I still haven't forgiven Bungie all these years later for what they for, did to it for selling. Yeah. And honestly, I think Halo, like, like. The, the big shooting scene right now is Battle Royale. That's the game. That's what. That's like huge. That's the main shooter. Like that's the big pro scene. It's the big streaming scene. All the content creators. It's all Battle Royale, Fortnite, Warzone, Apex, etc. Minus CS:GO and Valorant. You know. Yeah. But big time. But outside of that, Halo should have been if they. With the, how big their maps are and the game modes they presented, all the different guns they had, Halo should have been the one to first make a battle royale. I believe. They kind of did with Big Team Battle. Even, but it was just a giant team deathmatch. Yeah. If it would have been a free-for-all and had like zoning and a little bit more concept to it, it could have been. And I think Halo could have had like the greatest battle royale scene ever. Like I still, th- I still think they could if they did it right, just because of how the game is. You know what was underrated? Because I don't know why we were talking about shooters and everything. Battlefield. I actually never really played Battlefield at all. Like I've seen, watched people play it, but I've, I have never myself ever at any point in time I've ever had it downloaded on any console I own. Honestly, kind of worth <laughs> it. Actually, totally worth it in my opinion. I, I don't know why. It's always just been a really good game. I mean, it, it always seemed fun to me because it's um, it's honestly like more realistic when it comes to what would actually you happen. Talk to realistic. Real you should you should definitely check out Arma. Arma three specifically. Oh, she got the blizzy. Thank you for avenging me. You're welcome. Now go get three more and revive me. Yep. Or two more in a plant. Oof. Now I got something. Get back off the gaming topic for a second. I got I got some random stuff for you. Player A, player B. Ooh. I'm gonna do these two first. Obviously, I'm just gonna tell you the sport right off the bat because obviously, as soon as I name a like the, a singular stat, it automatically gives the sport away. Um, so this one is gonna be baseball players. Player A has, I'm not going to necessarily do bulk stats in this. I'm just going to do stuff like averages and stuff that pertain, that can be accessible. Just because one of these guys has played 10 years longer than the other. So bulk stats obviously are going to lean heavy in, in player in B's one favor. Per- okay. But um, 303 batting average. 
or and then uh, he's got an on-base percentage OBP of 41.5, which on-base percentage is your batting average combined with how often you get walked or just get on base in general, get on base in general, hit by pitch, walking, all integral part of the game. It's those combined instead of actually striking out or hitting out. Okay. Slugging percentage, or so his on-base percentage is 415. Um, his slugging percentage is 587. OPS is on base plus slugging percentage, so 1,000.002. And the man has two All Star MVPs. He's a 10 time All Star, three time MVP, Rookie of the Year, eight time Silver Slugger, Major League Player of the Year. And he's also got a Wilson Overall Defensive Player of the Year. Oh. So. so I thought I was knowing it. So that's a good, good, some good stats for player A. So player B, 308 career batting average, 384 on base percentage, slugging 524, OPS 908. He's a two time MVP, 12 time All Star, seven time Silver Slugger, two time Major League Player of the Year, four time batting champion, batting titles. The other player doesn't have any. He's won a World Series, and he also has a triple crown. There's the giveaway. But <clears throat> who's better? The, the stat I'm leaving out, the, like in bulk stats, obviously this player trumps the other player. But War is heavily favored of player A over player B. But I think War is a very skewed stat, in my opinion. I don't like War at all. I think it actually benefits whoever the person that's trying to analyze who they want at the time. They can, they literally, you can skew ward any player you want to be whatever you want it to be. But so you said who, who would you take in batting it? champion? I'm taking player B because of that. Because of that, um, okay, so he is the batting championships, and you said Golden Glove, right? No, no, not a Golden Glove. But he's got a triple crown. Triple crown. Okay, I'm sitting here like Golden Glove. I don't know why my brain. Seven-time Silver Slugger, two-time Major League Player of the Year, four-time Batting Title Champion, won a World Series, two-time MVP, and a triple crown. Ooh, you gotta give me a second for that. And then mm. the and then the other player, of course. Has, is a two-star, two-time, it's a three-time MVP, one-time player of the year, eight-time Silver Slugger, rookie of the year, two-time All-Star MVP, but he has zero batting titles. Did player B play for Detroit Tigers? Yeah, of course. I got a triple crown. I'm surprised you haven't <laughs> said his name already. Miguel Cabrera. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking. I wanted to make sure. <clears throat> That's... That's what I was thinking. That's where I was going because I was like, okay, he's his accolades kind of – I didn't realize he had so many um, – are all of those accolades. So I was just like, okay, triple crown, this, that. I, was, I thought I was leaning towards him and then the confirmation for the Detroit Tigers. That's what the, – the final like, okay, yep, that's definitely Miguel Cabrera. I, I take B. You take B? All right, player A is Mike Trout. Oh, they are comparing him to be like. Well, I have a big problem with ESPN. Like two seasons ago, putting out their top fifty players of all or hundred players of all time list, and having Trout at like twelfth all time already, best player ever, all no, positions, no. and having Cabrera at like fifty second. 
I was like, excuse me? Yeah, no. I was like, one of those players has a legitimate case at top five ever at their position. The other one does not. Agreed. I didn't realize they had... Like, I knew they were on his dick. Like, I knew they loved themselves some Mike Trout, but, like, I didn't realize that it was... I, that, and I don't think Mike Trout deserved one of his MVPs. But... Which season? <sighs> oh, fuck. It's going to be hard to look this up real quick while I'm playing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we are still playing, so it is a little tougher. Um, was it his first or second? No, I think it was... Because, like I said, I looked had, this all up before. I think it was just 2016. Two of them he did deserve. The other one, I don't think he deserved it, just because he didn't have this team didn't have a great record that year, and there was a couple players that I think played better than him in general. But oh, I have to look into that. But he's still really good. But he also has injuries in his career that are also get are going to hinder him from being able to put up the career bulk stats that Miggy has. Like he's had enough injuries and in where he's age wise right now. And, and like just going by his yearly averages of when he was younger and in his prime, he's, he's going to have to produce at a ridiculous rate until he's like 45 years old to have a shot at 3000 hits. He might have a shot at the 500 Homer still before than that, before that, but he, he's, uh, he's more than likely not going to get 3000 hits. <clears throat> Miggy's already there. Miggy's going to have a shot at, you know, top 15 all time and hits. Yeah. Good Lord. Oh, if you, oh, it wasn't even you. Raina came in and stole your kill. Wow. Yeah. What a jerk. They've, they've, I've had like three of them stolen, but it's all right. I can't steal my belly button. Might as well be my belly button. Wow. I said you can't steal my belly button. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said it might as well be my belly button. I was about to be like, damn, that's a hell right, of so a way to this help. player A, player B, I think is going gonna, is gonna to be fun for everyone involved. And I think it's also going to put a, a lot of things in perspective and in a new light and make people reconsider some uh, things. Before you say them, Astros, it's the seventh, three to one, go Astros. Let's go. Go ahead. I want to see how many strikeouts Verlander has. Maybe I can bring that up in just a minute, but you you go ahead and do your A, B. Because All right. I died. All right, so, again, I'm just going to say the sport right off rip. Basketball, because stats is going to give it away. All right, so player A. I'm going to do averages and accolades. Besides, but I'm not going to do wins win shared because one of them, because wins shared pertains to how long your career plays. Well, that gets added to how many games you played and once played double the games the other. Yeah. <laughs> um, so player A averages 21.8 points per game, 9.4 rebounds per game. 4.6 assists, 53.5% shooting. Well, there's it's not LeBron. 71.8% free throw and has a PER of 24.5. This person is a six-time All-Star, six-time All-NBA, five-time All-Defensive Team, two-time MVP, All-Star Game MVP, NBA 75th Anniversary Team, 
NBA champion, all rookie team, most improved player, Giannis. defensive player of the year, and finals MVP. Giannis. Okay. Yes. Yes. I, yes. The moment you went into those accolades, I'm like, that's Giannis. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. All right. And then player B. <clears throat> this player averages 19 points a game for their career. 10.8 rebounds per game. Three assists. 50.6 field goal percentage. 69.6 free throw percentage. And a 24.2 PER. So Giannis averages higher field goal percentage. Free throw percentage, slightly better PER. Averages more assists, more points, slightly less rebounds. This person is a 15-time All-Star, 15-time All-NBA, All-Rookie Team, three-time Final MVP, two-time MVP, five-time champ, 15-time All-Defensive Player, Rookie of the Year, All-Star MVP, NBA 75th Team, Anniversary Team. That's... You had me until you had the 15 uh, 15 All-Stars, right? Well, that has a lot to do. I mean, that's more that's more seasons than Giannis has even played. Yeah. So, so you can't so, see Giannis. Uh, it's someone a little longer. Are they still in the league? No. No. Okay. That that was a big clue for me right there. Not still in the league. Mm. Kobe. No. No. Kobe averaged, okay. tw- like tw- Kobe averaged 25 points a game. How much did you say player B averaged? 19. 19. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. Ninth is not high scoring. Fifteen. I mean that. Who ooh. stole my kill again? Yeah, of course they did. Um, is there a position a big man? You don't have to if tell I'm... me power forward or center. But yes, one of those two. Okay. Yes. Who are, is... before you guess who it is? Who would you take now that? But you know it's Giannis. But who would you take? Who's better? Read off player B again. All their stats. Nineteen points per game. Mm-hmm. Ten point. Eight rebounds, three assists, fifty point six field goal, sixty nine point six free throw, twenty four point two per, fifteen time All Star, fifteen time All NBA, rookie te- uh, All Rookie Team, three times Final MVP, two time MVP, five time champ, fifteen time All Defensive Total Teams, uh, Rookie of the Year, All Star Game MVP, and member of the NBA All Seventy Fifth Anniversary Team. Well, since since I think I locked on to who it is. I definitely take player B. Um, we're listening to all the accolades. I'm I'm a I'm thinking it's Shaq. It's who? Shaq. Chat? Or Shaq? Yeah, Shaq. With all those finals? Nope. No. He doesn't he have two NBA finals? Yeah, yeah he's got he's he's a big. He he's a big, but he averages way more than you he know, averaged more than nineteen in his career, even when he was yeah, dude, Shaq was almost a walking 30 for his prime. Ooh. Hmm. Man, you've got me stumped. He's a big man. He has two NBA finals feel- MVPs, right? He's got three finals MVPs, yes. Three finals MVPs. Oh. Lord. Oh, shit. Um, trying to think of all the big men that have all that. Honestly, I I, I think I'd take player B. Um, Giannis, player I mean, Giannis has already done pretty well. 
He's, he's done fabulous. He if he he can get some more chips. If he gets he a couple more can. chips, he's definitely over. Uh, it's just the fact that he doesn't have the chips at the moment. So my question is, who is player B? Tim Duncan. Oh. Tim Duncan. I don't know why I didn't <laughs> think of that. I was kind of surprised you did it. <laughs> I was surprised I, you went Shaq. Big man, Tim Duncan, 90 points, had, I mean, the 10.2 rebounds, finals MVPs. Damn. My mind was blinking. Hard. <laughs> it's all right. It's we all right. make mistakes. So I just want to make that. The reason I want to do that one is because. Let me guess. Giannis is over Tim Duncan. Or, yeah, over Tim Duncan on the top 75 ESPN player. No, thing. no, no. He better not be. No. Most Duncan's a consensus top 10 player ever. Giannis is now top t- probably 25 for sure with potential to go higher. But he's not quite top 10 yet. He not needs yet. to play like three more straight elite seasons, make all NBA teams and defensive teams. And and win at least one more finals and win the finals MVP in those next three years to even start approaching Duncan in those regards. But as far as overall talent, I, I, I think he might not touch Duncan in total chips. But everywhere else, he he's literally already... Pro, like on trajectory to match him or surpass him, right? Or already he's, has surpassed him. Yeah, which he's a better scorer than Duncan. Ev- unfortunately, ever could be. Although and, Duncan did have nine seasons with above tw- twenty points per game, <clears throat> he, just a, he, he just had someone who's older that not his average fundamentals. Down. Yeah, but, but everything. But everything considered, it's gonna be hard. But the reason Giannis is the only one that's going to have a shot at passing Duncan is because he's matching Duncan in the defensive department as well. That he is. He's he's been nutty. Not to, not to, not to say Garnett doesn't. You know, not to say that Garnett doesn't have some defensive prowess himself, or that Barkley didn't, or that Malone didn't, but not in the same way that Giannis and. Duncan have demonstrated not at all. Right. I'm starting to play a little better, but I'm still kind of getting dicked on. I'm not bottom of our leaderboard anymore. Well, it's the last round, so I'm happy for you. Thank you. We're gonna win. That's all that matters. I did my job. If we got a W, that's all that matters about it. This omen really just dropped an op for a stinger. Yeah, didn't say they were smart. Oh, worked well, out. Never didn't mind. even need the stinger. Okay, no, nope, he, so. pu- he pulled out his, <laughs> his sheriff. Wow, Tim Duncan. Damn. Surprised that fooled me. I, that should have been a giveaway. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm surprised have... you didn't get I was actually surprised you didn't get that. I mean, I got Giannis almost instantly. Oh, wow, look at that little update. Average combat score. I only lost to Boother. Oh, that was kind of nifty little thing. Hell yeah, I wasn't bottom on the leaderboard. Yeah. That dude's name's Chimichangas, and now I want one. Uh, uh, remember the Chimichangas my father used to make? Yes. Oh, oh it's 4 cool. 1 Astros now. Yep, I was just about to mention that. The fact Top that of the eight, yeah. 
I think they're going to walk away with it. I think they're going to. Verlander, six innings pitch, three hits, one earned run, one walk, 11 strikeouts. 11 strikeouts. Another gem, 1.50 ERA. He's mm, he's going to win another Cy Young this year, I believe. He might. All right, so uh, quick NBA. Houston, or not Houston, uh, Charlotte Hornets, 129 to the Spurs, 102. Grizzlies, 115 versus 112 against the Knicks in overtime. Raptors beat the Cavs, 108 to 105. Now, what I want to peer in on this one is definitely the Donovan Mitchell stat because I want to see how they used him and what he got. Uh, 35 minutes, 12 for 21 shooting, 2 of 8 for 3 points, 31 points, 9 assists. Um, two rebounds, so nothing too bad. Uh, Pelicans won 130 to 108, so they won in pretty big fashion. Um, yeah, especially against Brooklyn, and they had Kyrie and Durant, so that's kind of impressive. Yep, so maybe that, you know, Brandon Ingram, um, it's is it Jamal Murray? I'll have to check real quick. No, Um, they got Zion and they got CJ McCollum, Zion, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum. That's the big three I was thinking of. Um, and CJ McCollum, 21. Zion, 25. Brandon Ingram, 28. So they're all complimenting each other all. Well, besides <coughs> CJ McCollum, all of them shot for over 50%. Uh, McCollum shot 7 for 16, so he was just under. Um, well, the other two have the luxury of shooting and taking more shots near the basket. Yeah, well. on the inside. Um, Wizards down the Pacers, 114 to 107. Uh, Rockets lose to the Hawks 107 to 117 Pistons. Like you said earlier, 113 to 109 Bulls actually ended up winning against the heat 116 to 108. Uh, and then we've got a couple games here, like the thunder and the Timberwolves, very close game under two minutes left in the fourth quarter, 104 to 109 Timberwolves are on top halftime for the jazz and nuggets. It's looking like a blowout jazz 75 nuggets, 53. That's kind of, Wow, I'm yeah. like looking at this Tim. No, looking at this Timberwolves game, Rudy Gobert leading the Timberwolves in points with 23. Where did Ooh. that come from? He was never utilized as an offensive weapon. He was just clean up Donovan Mitchell's misses. misses. Right, and he's shooting very effective. Ten for fifteen on the last. I mean, with he's still got his fifteen boards. He's say he's got his fifteen boards too. Towns with twelve points, six rebounds, seven assists. Not having a good shooting night. That explains his low points. And then D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell, 18 points. Mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards, 10 points and 8 rebounds and 7 assists. He's not, have, he's not having a good shooting night either. Looks like nope. Gobert's keeping him in this game. Yep, he has <laughs> one steal and one block. He has a plus 13. Same thing with Josh McDaniels, plus 13. So both of those two are doing everything they can to get this and keeping them in it and keeping them up. Um Although against the Thunder team, I didn't think was going to be very good. So maybe it's, you know, opening night luck. Um, obviously, it's their point guard. I, I'm not even sure how to pronounce his last name. Gilligosis Alexander. Shea Gilgis Alexander. He's really yeah. good. He's there, so good. He's already got 30 points. 11 for 22 shooting. So yes, he's, he's, even good. he's, good. he's getting good. He's one of the people that might get, that's probably going to get traded by the trade deadline. Oh yeah, for for a nice little bag to to a team who's trying to make a playoff push. 
Mm-hmm. I just really think it's really funny how Dallas and Phoenix opened the season against each other after you know, with Booker and Luca with what happened in the playoffs last year. Yeah, that's so funny. I think that, the NBA did that on purpose, and you can't oh, tell me otherwise. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. They 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 Good marketed. You know, people are gonna want to watch that game. Yep. But oh, I just want to see who does better, Luca or Booker. <laughs> um, I would put my money on Luca, dude. That dude's a star. Well, like Booker's actually, a star, but Luca's a, a superstar. Superstar, like legit, bona fide. So, so going back to, to the Giannis, we're still on the NBA and talking about Booker. I was actually discussing with somebody on a forum, uh, and uh, excuse me, not excuse me, I don't really care. But um, we're talking about Giannis and his ability to win a couple more chips. He has a good team around him. He might I think if they stay healthy this year they can make a run and win this year. I actually think if they stay healthy they're gonna win the chip this year. The Bucks oh, are right. Hold on. Bucks are your early season Eastern yes. Conference pick. Yes. Yeah, they played down their second best player against Boston. You don't have to keep reminding me of that. You don't gotta be hurtful. But did but, you see what Brown and Tatum did? Yeah. They did that Just a do lot it in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't well, disagree with you. But obviously Drew Holiday's like going on 34. <coughs> He's still probably him and Patrick Beverly are probably the two best defensive guards in the league. <coughs> and then and then uh Middleton coming back from injury and he is starting to get a little older himself. I mean, well, he's 31, I think. I mean, I guess that's a little older but in today's NBA, I guess you're not considering getting older till 35 now, 36. Right. But and Giannis has always said that he like he wants to stay in Milwaukee for his entire career. He's loyal. Yes, and he to is. keep his chance. And when you know, if Holiday and Middleton start, you know, after this year, I expect them to start declining a little bit and not being able to be. On, they'll still be a playoff team, but I don't think they'll have what it takes to win another chip. Without, yeah, I, I, I don't so, agree with you. I'm gonna I, I was I was thinking that best way to keep them keep Giannis there, keep them in chip contention for the next few years to give Giannis a shot. Booker wants out of Phoenix. There's a lot of turmoil there. Let Booker go to Milwaukee, re- replace Middleton. Oh, that would be dirty. Okay, who's your dark horse for the Eastern Conference Finals? Because I already know my dark horse. Miami. Really? I don't know if they're considered a dark horse. Are you ready for mine? Uh, yeah. Are you sure you're ready? Yep. I'm going to go Charlotte Hornets. If Terry mm, Rose Lamello? here... Lamelo, um, Gordon Hayward, who was a fantastic shooter when he was in Charlotte before he came to, or not Charlotte, uh, for Utah, and then came to Boston, was hurt a lot. Now he's in Charlotte. The reason um, I don't think Charlotte, oh, keep then, going, sorry. Yeah, so Rozier, Hayward, and Lamelo with Ubre, Pumley, PJ Washington, Josh McDaniels. I don't know. They're a sneaky one for me. See, I, I think they're the. You already said horse. you already showed. There's already one problem with that. Mm-hmm. There are the Bucks are a nightmare matchup for them. One, Lamelo mm-hmm. offense runs through Lamelo, and you know they have one of the best defensive guards. And like, if not, Drew Holiday is probably will probably be glued to Lamelo. He could probably keep him in check. And then two, I don't hear anybody's name that could even try to hold Giannis's jock strap. Right, right. No, I agree. That's why I said dark horse. I didn't say my contenders. 
dark horse, like a sneakily good team that you expect to slide in the sixth, seventh, or eighth, and wouldn't be surprised if they make the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, do I think they'd win against the Bucks? No. Or against Boston? No. But um, I think they're going to be sneaky good this year. I think they're going to be a lot higher than people realize. Um, and that's. I think the top four in the East are going to remain the same as last year. It's not necessarily the exact seeding order, but it's still still going to be the Boston, the Bucks, uh, the 76ers, and the Heat. And then Brooklyn would probably be fifth just because of what they are on paper. But I wouldn't be surprised if they don't play as well as people expect them to at all. And my my Western Conference Finals, if Zion stays healthy, be aware of the Pelicans. Because if they're able to spread it out with Ingram and CJ McCollum, is that who you were going to say? Well, well, I was going to say, we we discussed... Like earlier in an earlier podcast, a couple of weeks ago, a month ago or so, when uh, I asked who was going to make it to the Western Conference Finals first between the Mavericks mm-hmm. or the Grizzlies, but we do need to keep the Pelicans in that conversation because yep. they're very good and young as well. There could be a new three-headed monster rising up in the West, mm-hmm. and with potential to be a fourth with the Timberwolves, even though Gobert and Towns are a little older at this point. I mean, they're both late twenties. Right. But but Russell's like mid twenties, going on late twenties, and Anthony Edwards is still young. But but the Thunder are gonna be good too, I think, coming up with all those draft picks and the fact that they got Giddy already and Shea Gilgis Alexander and they have Chet when he comes back from injury. I have a, then, I go ahead, continue. Then the East a little biased here because I'm a Pistons fan, but Pistons got a really good young team. They're going to be relevant again very soon. Uh, yeah. Yes, they will. Um, I was actually going to have a question on the Clippers, the LA Clippers, because, you know, Los Angeles has two major basketball teams because apparently they're so good that they needed to. Um, is it the final year we see Y Leonard and Paul George if they don't make the finals? Yes. Well, unless their contracts say otherwise. I don't know the, situ- the state of their contracts. Doesn't matter but, the contracts. Do you think they ship them off and say, we just need picks, we need to go into rebuild, because clearly this did not work. They have not made the finals well, once. because they're both getting older. I mean, they're still good. I think the Clippers oh, can still be very amazing. good. I, th- I think the Clippers can be very good. They very well could be, and that's the the, the freaking problem. <laughs> like, they could be. And, and the thing that's going to give an advantage is all these new young superstars. Like like Luca and like Trey Young and you know like Anthony Edwards and Ja in the West. Kawhi hasn't played in two years. They don't. They've never played against him. They don't know what he's capable of doing. They don't. They don't have film mm-hmm. on him. They don't have any experience playing against him. He comes back playing defensively, like he was before he stopped playing. He's gonna be a, a nightmare for people for these young players in the playoffs if they match up against him. They, I bet you they forgot how good he was back. Oh, my goodness. I heard a blasphemy podcast that's stating Kawhi Leonard is overrated because he won the chips and the spurs because they had a good overall fundamental team. And I was like, well, yes, of course. Um, and then they were like, he's not good because Toronto made the Eastern Conference Finals before he got there. So he didn't go to a team that needed help to then take him there. But I was like, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. They didn't win the finals. They didn't make it past the Eastern Conference for a reason. So they traded for a superstar to get them over the hump. And what did he do? He got them over the hump. But they were bashing him. Now imagine if they said that about LeBron 
when it was like the first year with the Lakers. Like, oh, well, or when he went to Miami or went back to uh, Kyrie Irving and the Cavs. Like, oh, well, he already went to a team that was good. Oh, okay, but you bring in a superstar. You don't discredit LeBron for that. So how about you put a little respect in Kawhi Leonard's name? He brought a Clippers team that was ultimately failing, in my opinion, back to some relevancy, back to a little bit of like umph. And he he recruited Paul George. He got him out there. It, it wasn't the GM. It wasn't the money. It was Kawhi Leonard. Like even Paul George has come out and said that. Like it's Kawhi Leonard. He can recruit very hard. So don't sit here and not put a little respect on a two-way hybrid player who's an amazing lockdown defender. If there's one person who I had to choose to put on Giannis Antetokounmpo to to play against, to lock him up, I don't know if there's a better person than Kawhi Leonard. What about you? I like it. I think Kawhi is a nightmare matchup for anyone. Defense his length, his finger size, his ability. He's already won. He's a multiple-time defensive player of the year winner. Exactly. He, so it's, I'm not like, saying he'd lock Giannis down completely, like and get him only be, ten points. But they'd be a very. I'd love to watch them play fully healthy in a, in a seven game series. Because, right. Maybe the finals this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that at all. I would actually. tune into every game to see how, because you you know instantly the Clippers are going to be like, Kawhi, you have to guard Giannis, and the Bucks are going to be like, you're going to have Kawhi on you. You're going to have to figure out how to get it to Middleton. You're going to have to figure it out how to get to other people. Paul George is a good two-way player in his own right. He's not quite the same caliber of defense as Kawhi, but he's... He hasn't been the same since that injury. That's true. Yeah. But he was still amazing. Yeah, he's still good. Mm. Every time I pick up a 2K game, I always trade for Paul George and then I win him a chip because I think he's one of the players, in my mind, that deserves a championship ring. Him and Dame Lillard. I, I typically go out and sign one in free agency and go trade for the other one. And then I'm like, there's my, my forward and there's my point guard and I'll go win a chip for them. And then, and then I immediately trade them for picks. And I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I'd love to see the Clippers take a full out stab and go for Damian Lillard. Now that I'm talking about it out loud, imagine if they had Dame, Kawhi and Paul George. I think that's a little, a possible because clearly Portland's not going to win. Clearly, I don't know. They don't have a horrible team right now, especially since they acquired Jeremiah Grant or Jeremy Grant from the Pistons. They're not horrible, but it's not finals ready. And you know, Dame wants a ring. He's been loyal to your city for so long. Trade him. Let him go get a ring. Then let him come retire as a trailblazer. Like that's let him go get that ring. But I think the Clippers, if he's on the table, you need to go acquire him and you need to be in full win now mode start the rebuild after you get the chip that's my opinion all right so um that's going to wrap it up for today's thing go ahead like share subscribe comment don't forget to uh tune into tomorrow's episode it's all going to be about um a new interest of ours and a new partner so definitely want you guys to pay attention and listen to that and then what was that um that organization we called out, uh, two six nine, um, guns, up, guns up, hands down, or guns down, hands. Gloves yeah, up. there it is. Guns Sorry. down, hands up. Um, definitely check them out. Um, any other remarks, Travis? No. Fantastic. Don't forget to tell your grandma to get her tentures off my nightstand. Oh my gosh. <laughs>